0: This podcast is sponsored by Primal Kitchen Restaurants, providers of
1: fast, casual dining experiences where taste and the freshest ingredients always come first. To learn more about franchise opportunities, visit
0: primalkitchenrestaurants.com. That's primalkitchenrestaurants.com.
1: Welcome to the Primal Blueprint Podcast, featuring fresh and lively commentary on all things Primal, including Q&A sessions with Primal Blueprint founder, Mark Sisson, special guest interviews hosted by Mark Sisson, and conversations with Primal Blueprint authors and other health and fitness experts. The show is presented by Damage Control Master Formula, the world's most potent multivitamin, mineral, antioxidant, anti aging supplement, available at primalblueprint.com. Past episodes are available for download or to review written summaries at blog.primalblueprint.com. And now, introducing your host, L. Russ.
0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I'm here with Eli Rohde. How's it going, Eli? Hi, it's going great. Uh, We're talking about, what are we talking about today, Eli? Food, glorious food. (laughs) That's right. We're going to talk about some of our favorite recipes, some really easy ones uh, that both of us just love and just keep coming back to. So let's start off with uh, you, Eli. You make some amazing cauliflower muffins and a pizza crust of the same. I do,
2: I do. Um, And we will post all of these recipes on our website uh, when we are com- when we've completed this podcast. But it's they're both really simple recipes. and it's called the, the muffins are cauliflower puree, which is full of vitamin K, vitamin C. Um, it's very simple. It cooks really quickly. The main ingredients are garlic, cauliflower, and kind of whatever seasonings you want. So if you wanted to put chives in there or rosemary in there or whatever, they're simple, they're easy, they're completely paleo and they're completely delicious.
0: What what about the muffins? Like what what variations have you done of the cauliflower muffins? Like have you done um, any like blueberry ones done, or anything, no, you know, no, sweet ones? No, I like
2: them, but I like savory. I always go to savory. Sweet is not my thing. I'm 100% sure you could make them however you wanted. If you wanted to make them sweet, I personally haven't tried it. I'm sure there are variations like maybe if you wanted to add you know, walnuts and cinnamon or something like that, because you know how cauliflower almost doesn't even have a taste?
0: No, that's why it's such a great filler for soups. If you steam the crap out of a head of cauliflower and then you mush it up, you've got that like sort of potato-y, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, exactly. So it's simple. It's easy. I'm sure you can do variations. We'll give you the basics and we'll give you some ideas of, uh, how you could modify them if you want them to be sweet or savory. I personally like garlic, rosemary. That's that's kind of like my go-to. So that's the main one we'll put up and we'll put up some variations. Um, the other one is cauliflower pizza crust. It's really easy. It's super delicious. Obviously it's paleo because it doesn't have any flour of any kind. Um, it does have dairy. It's basically a A cup of cooked, riced cauliflower. I will put ingredients on how to rice cauliflower if you don't know. Eggs, mozzarella, oregano, minced garlic, and then top it however you want with, you know, pizza sauce, Parmesan if you want it, pepperoni, whatever meats and veggies. I like to do roasted vegetables, whatever pizza toppings you want. But when you make that crust, it's really, it's like a thin crust pizza. It's thin, thin and delicious and it's like you're having a real pizza cuz yeah, you know those that's cold my,
0: winter days when you want something like you know comfort foodie like that and you're craving exactly. that kind of taste yeah
2: yeah that's definitely one of my favorites because for me the ultimate cheat the thing i crave when i'm like i know how some people think oh i want a donut or i want a muffin i want pizza i right. really want pizza and it is my thing that i desperately want when i want when i think i want something carby and delicious so you can make it you know you can make a potato pizza if you are um really craving some carbs it's a much better way to go top it with thinly sliced potatoes that you like julienne onto the top and they get crispy and delicious and it's a it's a really good go-to
0: that sounds amazing um all of these recipes are on paleocoaches.com. We'll mention a few that you can just do without even you know, going to a website, a couple ones that are pretty easy here, but things like for the muffin and the pizza crust and some others we'll mention, they'll be up on our site. Next, I'll talk about just a really simple, easy one that you wouldn't even need to write down, you can just remember, is the Herbes de Provence butter that you have enjoyed so many times. So yummy. <laughs> I mean... Seriously, everyone, Eli and I, we spent like an entire summer eating steaks and herb de Provence (laughs) butter one summer. No, we did. We would like be at the beach and then just be eating steaks like several, several times.
2: And it's one of those things that once you try it, you're like, why didn't I think of that before? You know, perfect combination. Right.
0: I will have to give hats up to uh, hats off to my cousin, Scott, who is from uh, Switzerland or grew up there and he just, you know, whipped this up in the kitchen one day and I was like, what are you doing? And when I tasted it, I was like, what, why have I been bothering with, you know, like Bernays sauce and the whole operation. Magical, <laughs> yeah. created? And all it is, is butter, obviously grass fed option, you know, was the best option there, but it's just butter, salt to taste and herbs de Provence. Um, I like to get the real deal French
2: stuff. Um, so Butter, salt, and the herbs of Provence, and don't you usually choose the flake, like the bigger salt, not just regular table salt, right? Well,
0: never regular table salt for anything. That's Ever, I- ever. <laughs> for right. I mean, definitely don't any, anyone out there use that salt. I actually have been enjoying it with Hawaiian red salt uh, that I brought back with me from Hawaii. Uh, it, it changes the color a little bit, and you know, it takes a little bit more kind of mixing up and sitting around in there to mm-hmm. dissolve. And then any kind of you know uh, Celtic sea salt. Uh, Yes, in that case, sort of like those wet gray, you know, flakes are really ideal. Or even Malden uh, is a great Mm -hmm. brand of uh, flakes. But that's just really easy. Salt, herbe de Provence, and butter. Just mash it up with the fork in a little bowl and just keep mashing it up and then put it back in the fridge. And when you're ready to – in fact, I'm not even joking. I had that today. (laughs) That's exactly what I ate. That's exactly what I ate. I ate a, a New York strip from Whole Foods with just herbe de Provence butter. I love it.
2: Delicious. It's such a treat.
0: The next one is a soup that I got addicted to from being at Mark's house. Mark Sisson has a wonderful cook who whips up a bunch of interesting, uh, soups to always kind of have around and they're, they're good, hot or cold. And this one is a variation of Andrew Lesman's herb soup. He uses a few other, other, you know, a few other ingredients, but, uh, Mark's, uh, in Mark's house, they do an adjustment on it and, It's, it's on our website. It's really easy. It's just like four zucchinis, an onion, some, some broth and, you know, tarragon and maybe a little bit of yogurt or half an avocado. That recipe is on our website. This soup is amazing because I've really found that it's a great, um, mover and shaker of the intestines and the bowels. It's really something for some reason that just feels like a great clean out. Uh, but not, and I'm not saying anyone's going to be running to the bathroom. It's not one of those, but there's just something about it. I've found that I love it cold the most, but I have mugs of it. It's like so thick, isn't it? It's like a, yeah. it's not like a soup. It's really like a meal.
2: Yeah. And the tarragon to me makes it so, you know, botanical. It gives it that really brightness and it's fresh. Right. So I enjoy it.
0: And on that green note, like this is a very sort of green soup, um, I want you to talk about, I introduced it to you, but you tell yes. everyone else about it, is the green pineapple mint smoothie. Yes,
2: yeah, such a delicious, what I call it, an after-school treat. <laughs> so <laughs> if, uh, if you come home from work and you're needing a little snack and you're going to be a while till you do dinner, you have housework or you still have to get on the computer or whatever, um, it is really simple. Again, super botanical. And it has a lot of brightness to it. It's spinach or kale or both. And a couple hunks of pineapple and fresh mint and ice for the base. People always say, what do you use for the base? I'm like, ice. It doesn't need anything else. It's a green smoothie that is so delicious. And you know, you're getting a ton of kale and spinach when you smash all that into the blender or whatever kind of blender you don't you have. You don't need a Vitamix for this or anything. It's got just enough sweetness with the pineapple to cut, you know, sometimes how kale is just so kale. Yeah. And I like to do
0: a two to one ratio on that. I prefer the, like more spinach than the kale or solely just spinach. There's something about it that doesn't have that bite sometimes that kale can.
2: Right. I often opt for the baby kale because it's a little less kale-y.
0: Yeah. I know what you're talking about.
2: But it still has all, you know, the wonderful nutritional benefits. And I'm one of those people, I actually really like kale a lot. So, you know, if you like kale, you can add more. If you'd rather stick with more spinach-based, the spinach, you can just go straight spinach, pineapple, fresh mint, and ice in the blender. And a little
0: water. Sometimes. a little water. water.
2: Yep. Not a lot, usually. Just a, you know, I would say a quarter cup.
0: And a lot of people have said, well, you know, pineapple's so high in sugar. And here's the thing about pineapple. You really only need literally like four or five cubes of frozen pineapple, uh-huh. which is half the serving. And I think it's only like 13 carbs versus, or, or even less than that versus, you know, uh-huh. something double. Uh-huh. So it, you, it little goes a long way. Oh, for and
2: sure. It's a really sweet fruit.
0: So refreshing with the fresh mint. And you can always take fresh mint and freeze it too, if you, you know, don't want to for keep sure. up with that. Um, and on that same note with like shakes and smoothies, I invented accidentally. Probably already, people are probably already doing it. But I called it the Primal Colada, and I love the taste of pina coladas. Even though I don't like the, I like the virgin ones. I just really like it as kind of a smoothie taste. But you know, they always use that junky, horrible coconut syrup. Yes, it's, <laughs> it's just disgusting. Um, so, but because Mark makes the the Primal Fuel, that's vanilla coconut, and you can use any other, you know, vanilla protein powder. But the reason his is so awesome is because it does have that coconut flavor. Yes. So I use that ice again, like only three or four, you know, or five frozen pineapple cubes. And now in almost every freezer section of Whole Foods and health food stores, they have frozen shredded coconut. Mm-hmm. I prefer the exotic superfoods brand. That's a little bit pricey. It's the, you know what I'm talking about, Ila, right? That I fresh, yeah. it's fresh coconut meat from Thailand, oh, so direct frozen. I mean, once you open it, you've got to use it like for that week. So you're sort of then dependent unless you just chop the frozen bag in half. But exotic superfoods is the only one out there that literally delivers like super fresh right off the coconut meat. And I prefer that. So I would do that, ice, uh, one scoop of Mark's Primal Fuel, the vanilla coconut, and then some pineapple. And it's amazing. And I served it to so many friends who didn't even know it was like a protein powder in there. Oh, yeah. And they were like, oh my God, this is so great. It's so good. It really tastes like a pina colada and it's amazing. So in the summer, that was sort of a go-to meal replacement or, you know, when it's so hot and you just don't want to eat like a heavy meal. Um, so yeah, primal colada.
2: Yeah. If you're on the run, you know, and I mean, you and neither one of us is super like eat this protein shake or try that protein powder or whatever. But this is, you have those moments where you're like, I need some fuel. I need it fast. And, but I also want something delicious.
0: Yeah. And that can be sort of like an after-school treat too. That's a good one. For sure. So Eli, tell us about these yes bars
2: that you found. You found some amazing paleo bars that you've been raving to me about. I did. I was on a hike with some friends, and one of my friends that found out recently that she has a gluten problem, pretty severe gluten problem, Um had me try this bar called a yes bar their website is the theyesbar.com, t-h-e-y-e-s-b-a-r.com they only come in two flavors right now i'm hoping they come out with more but i love the two flavors that they have it's macadamia chocolate chip and mocha cayenne which of course is my favorite because it's a little spicy but it's all super yummy ingredients um, nuts some fruits some dark chocolate, macadamia nuts, pumpkin seeds, vanilla, uh, cayenne, cinnamon, honey. They're completely delicious. I think they're 200 calories per um, and 15 grams of fat, which I love. What's the carb level, do you know? I do carb, carb. Total carbs, 14. So That's they are- nothing. That's free. Yep. Exactly. And you know, you're out on a hike and you want one of these and it's like, well, I'm not really getting any carbs at all. I'm getting pure, great, uh, fat fuel.
0: That's great. I'm going to definitely order some of those. Yeah. They're so delicious. Another, uh, Another little move I made recently since the Primal Mayo came out, the Primal Kitchen Mayo is that I love tartar sauce so much. Okay, like I really love it, but it's all crap because of all the mayo that they use out there. So for the longest time, I literally haven't had tartar sauce. And then when I realized, it dawned on me, I'm like, wait a minute, tartar sauce is, you know, basically mayo and sweet relish. That's it, basically, together. Uh, I tried it one day and then it was like for four days straight, all I did was eat fish. (laughs) I ate it with salmon, which like normally is not really the choice. People go to eat with cod. I ate it with everything. And so what I found though is aside from probably the most ideal, which would be making your own sweet relish. um, I know that the Heinz brand and probably some other natural brands out there, at least use real sugar. And you can always kind of like I guess decant it in a way by you know pouring it out in a bowl and maybe like letting some cold water run through it and strain it to kind of yeah. get most of it I'll out of there. squeeze
2: it out, I've squeezed it out so it doesn't have all that sugary juice,
0: yeah, and then you just throw it literally with some primal mayo, mix it up, and it's the most unbelievable tartar sauce you've ever had, so that's
2: that's a new development in my life, <laughs> yeah, that mayonnaise is amazing, and I just want to eat it straight off of a spoon, so I do I think yeah, I do too, and I made um. I made blue cheese dressing out of it the other night. That was fantastic and simple. It's the primal mayo, uh, you know, fresh blue cheese that I just kind of crumble up and, um, apple cider vinegar. Oh my God. I did not know about that until just now. That sounds amazing. I just made it. I just made it two nights ago. So wait, what (laughs) is it?
0: You just crumbled up blue cheese.
2: Yeah, it's a uh, it's really delicious. Mayo. And, you know, so it has that zing, but it has the saltiness, but it has the yummy fat of the mayo. And you know, I made a salad with um, a mixed greens, and I toasted some walnuts. I had some raw walnuts and threw them in the oven and toasted them, and it was perfect.
0: Wow, that sounds amazing.
2: All right, tell us about well, you started
0: me on it. I've only been a few days because it just kind of came in the mail. But you were raving to me recently about this vital proteins, collagen that you've been using in your coffee and shakes. And tell me, you know, how you discovered it and then what you've noticed, because you've noticed some substantial differences in your, in your body.
2: Yes. I love the vital proteins, collagen. Um, the one that I get is beef gelatin. It's 100% pure collagen. It is pasture raised, grass fed, I think just under 70 calories for two scoops. It has several different amino acids and collagen is the most abundant protein in the body. It kind of is the substance that holds the whole body together. It's in bones, it's in muscle, it's in skin, tendons. It's like your are scaffolding for strength and structure. So I heard about this and of course I had to try it. Um, you can put it in cold liquid, you can put it in hot liquid. I personally love to put it in my coffee in the morning. I actually don't drink coffee. I drink espresso. So I make two shots of espresso and stir my collagen in. And the thing that I have noticed, first of all, is my skin. I feel like it's really made my skin look better, feel better, have more resilience. It's I, I love the skin effects. I can't say enough good things about that. But I also feel like, you know, from the... Uh, joint tissue issues that I sometimes get with a little soreness. It seems to have alleviated that. Um, but one of my favorite things about it is this is a total meal replacement for me. You know me, I'm a complete breakfast person. I'm one of those people that I get up in the morning, I want to eat breakfast. It's like how I start my day. When I do this, I was finding that I'd be about to leave for work and I think, oh I didn't eat anything. And I think, you know what, but I'm not hungry. I'm not remotely hungry. And I guess it's because I'm doing this collagen. And I have been able to go until like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm not saying everyone should do that. And, you know, we've talked about fat ad- adaptation before. So there you may have to go through that phase first. But I put this collagen in my coffee. I'm like, good to go. It's, you know, similarly to like a bulletproof coffee. It gives you a lot of energy and gives you just something to go on. Yeah.
0: And you were right in telling me that you have to, when you're putting it in a hot liquid, you have to sort of like, you know, stir slowly and piecemeal. Otherwise it will clump up and become that sort of gelatinous glob. I have a hard experience like that accident.
2: Stir the whole time you're putting the collagen into your hot coffee. Otherwise you're going to end up with a giant blob of collagen at the bottom of your coffee, which is no fun. And it does it does add a depth to it, but there's
0: no it's tasteless and like right. odorless essentially. So you can really put it in anything. And that's what's awesome about it. You know, when you're talking about protein powders and other things, that's kind of a personal taste, whether people like vanilla or this, and there's always a taste uh-huh. to it. But this yep. doesn't have a taste to it, which I mean it does, it has a depth to it when you put it, it in coffee. It has a depth.
2: It has a feel, but it has no taste. So I really like the feel because it makes my coffee feel like thick. It's like silky. Quite, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like silky and thick, which I love, and zero taste, zero smell. The other thing that I put it in is with Mark's protein powder uh, and two scoops of collagen and hemp protein and chia seeds all in a blender. Blend that up and it's delicious.
0: Yeah, this is a great replacement too for people that might have issues processing whey or who just don't Mm -hmm. like it. Um, This is another alternative for that. So that's... That's pretty great. Vital proteins, beef gelatin. Yep. And then you also had this other product you just got and discovered. I also bought it. It's delicious. Tell us about the the pastured ghee.
2: Oh, I love the pastured ghee. It's actually the best ghee I've ever bought, I've ever used, I've ever had. Um, It is Purity Farms ghee, which is ghee is clarified butter, which means it has the milk solids taken out of it. Oh, I use it on everything. I love it. Roast vegetables with it. Um, it's 100% delicious. Such a great flavor. But it also is, I've had some ghee that's, I don't want to call it chunky, but it's almost chunky. And this is so smooth and so silky. You know, use it in place of butter or use it in place of another fat that you're, you were like if you were using olive oil to heat, obviously you don't want to do that. This would be a great replacement for that. You can use
0: the ghee. Right. And by the way, everyone, these products we're mentioning, they're not advertising with us. These are just things we've discovered and found, honestly. I mean, other than the Primal Mayo, which of course right, right. we're associated <laughs> with. I mean, can't get away from that one, even though I honestly love that, even if I didn't work for the company. But yeah, these other two things, Vital Proteins Collagen and the Purity Farms Ghee, are just things we've discovered on Thrive Market and uh, mm-hmm. are trying out.
2: Which also they have the best price by far. I mean, you can find these things at Whole Foods. Um, Whatever health food store you go to, but Thrive Market really does have the best prices for this ghee and and these uh, the beef gelatin, the vital proteins. Let's talk
0: about. I'm thinking. I'm. Rem- I just remembered something you told me, and I was like, you know what? You should probably share this with everyone because it's kind of a good thing. But I'm laughing because when we were having the conversation about the ghee and the vital proteins, you were just sort of telling me about it. You were mentioning also in that conversation how you. Ended up sort of walking 1.7 miles in your house, like accidentally, (laughs) and then we had this discussion about how, like, hey, wait a minute, (laughs) this is sort of like, and it's not, I mean, not intentionally, but so kind of give us that picture of what happened there.
2: First of all, if you've been in my house, it's very small as far as square footage, so the thought of me walking 1.7 miles in my house is hilarious. Hilarious. I'm sure some people can do that in, you know, because they have a bigger house and maybe they do that all the time, but for me. You know, I'm drinking my coffee in the morning, I'm making calls, I'm making calls, I'm doing work, and I'm somewhat of a pacer. I don't want to just sit still. I like to pace back and forth. It gets my brain going, gets my body going, gets my coffee in me. And one day, I was about to leave for work, and I looked at my little pedometer on my phone, and I realized I had walked 1.7 miles before I ever even left the house. And the reason we were talking about this, I'm sure you remember, is we were saying, sometimes people say, well... I can't have exercise. I can't exercise. I, I can't find the time, or the weather's bad here. It's too hot. It's too cold. It's raining, whatever. Hey, if I can walk 1.7 miles in my tiny little house before I even leave for the day, then. That's a good place to start for a lot of people.
0: Right. Just stand up and walk and pace while you're on the phone. So many people spend time on the phone sitting around. I mean, you could be uh, clocking some major mileage. For sure.
2: I was so amazed. I was like, what? I walked 1.7 miles. I wasn't out in the yard taking care of the chickens or anything. I never left the house. How are your chickens doing, by the way? They're fantastic.
0: <laughs> you had you had a little bit of a tragedy, though, recently, didn't you? I did. I had a chicken
2: die. It was it was pretty horrifying.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm only laughing because we both eat chicken. So it's kind of funny to be sad about a lost one yet.
2: Yeah. But my chicken died and got, you know, got sick and died and I tried to save her and I couldn't save her. So sad story, but uh, I was amazed how sad I was about a chicken. It's almost ridiculous. (laughs) I love that. Another thing I found
0: recently that I like is sometimes like I, I used to, kind of be interested in the idea of these green powder supplements, you know, and a lot of them just have really crappy ingredients or too sweet. And again, like have some weird flavor, but I found this product called paleo greens. And I really, really like it because it's just, it's unsweetened, it's unflavored, and you can just throw a scoop of it into like, whatever the primal colada or the, you know, pineapple mint smoothie or anything I just didn't water real quick and shot it down, especially when you had a day where you didn't really eat a lot of vegetables. Maybe you're not hungry for that kind of bulk. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just an extra little way to get a diverse, you know, array of some nutrients. So that's another kind of favorite of mine. Let's see what the company is. Paleo Greens is what it's called Designs for Health. So I really and like what that product. The,
2: like, what it's, what's, the, what's it made up of mostly?
0: Well, it's got, you know, it's got tomato powder, kale powder, parsley powder, collard powder, you know, powder, spinach, mm-hmm. broccoli, um, kale sprouts. It's got, some it's got spirulina, you know, it's apple, a cranberry, but it's really it's really super. There's I mean less than 1 gram of carbs in it. There's 5 calories to it. It's it's just a quick scoop to get some concentrated greens. There's also an enzyme prebiotic uh blend in here. Mm-hmm. So, I really like that. And yeah, it's just pretty simple and clean without a ton of other junk in it, and uh, really no flavor. So I like it's got that green, you know, that real earthy thing that we like.
2: nice. And let's take a second to just talk. I know we've talked about probiotics. I feel like microbiome is finally starting to get the attention it deserves. I've seen it in the news a lot. I've seen, you know, it's trending up, I would say. Um, you can take probiotics all day long, but if you don't have prebiotics to feed those probiotics, kind of not really doing all, they're not being all they could be. They're not doing all they could do. If everything inside of you is quote unquote dead, and I'm obviously speaking metaphorically, but you need your prebiotics and your probiotics. If you're just taking probiotics and you're already sick and you've been on antibiotics or whatever, you need to get both. You have to have both. So prebiotic foods like jicama, a Jerusalem artichoke, also known as sun chokes, et cetera, et cetera. There's a whole list of them on Dr. Perlmutter's website. And prebiotics like Elle was just mentioning in the paleo greens, those are great ways to feed your probiotics.
0: Yeah. uh, your interview with Dr. Perlmutter on the Primal Blueprint podcast was so great. If anyone's interested in really delving into this whole subject of the microbiome, uh, that was a great interview. Um, can you expand a little bit on on that, you know, why one is needed for the other, etc., just to give everyone a little bit of a better snapshot?
2: Sure. Prebiotics um, such as resistant starches And prebiotic foods, and actually, honey is a prebiotic and a probiotic. Actually, coffee makes prebiotics, um, are food for probiotics. So you have good bacteria and bad bacteria. Probiotics are good bacteria, right? They're the friendly bacteria. They're the happy bacteria inside of you that keep you healthy and well. And I can't remember if I've ever used this analogy before. So if you've already heard it, you can tune out. But Someone explained it to me in such a weird way that made sense a long time ago. Imagine a parking lot, and there's a bunch of parking spaces. If all the parking spaces are full with friendly bacteria, then the bad bacteria has no place to park, doesn't have any place to grow, it doesn't have any place to live. But if you're just taking probiotics, and you're already having problems such as leaky gut, or a whole host of problems that, you know... Compromise your immune system, you need prebiotics as well. I really think it's important to have prebiotics and probiotics in everyone's diet. Some of them are so easy to get, you don't even realize it, like garlic, um, asparagus. You know, those are prebiotic foods. So just try to up your consumption of prebiotics. Then when you take your probiotics, they work harder for you.
0: Nice. I like that. So now we're going to kind of get off of food and that subject, and let's talk about a couple of things we've read or seen online that's been perpetuated in the media about paleo and primal living. Uh, you saw something recently. You want to talk about this article or
2: this link Okay, you saw? so someone sent me a link <laughs> from such a reliable source, Snapchat. That Snapchat has, you know, um, different sources of information for fun, basically like uh, Cosmo or... I don't know. Some of the networks have stuff on there and you can kind of flip through and get a quick people magazine style, two minute article about something. And this article was like why paleo is complete BS. I mean, it was like that harsh was the title. And I read the article and it was bizarre because every food that they talked about in it was paleo food. They were saying, People who think that our ancestors didn't eat carbs are wrong. They're all about meat. They're all about meat. The paleo people are all about meat. And it's not right. They did have carbs. They had seeds and they had fruit and they had tubers and everything they named is a paleo food. So the person who sent it to me, I wrote back and I was like, please read the article because here's a little screenshot of one of the seven paragraphs and everything named in this paragraph." is a paleo food.
0: Right. Now that's funny because that's the same. They must have gotten that from this other article that was like New York Times or I'm sure. Or one of the major ones that kind of tried to portray it in a scientific way by being like, we did studies and they needed carbs to fuel their brain. Like no one said we didn't need, need right. carbs or sweet potatoes. Right. I mean and also our ancestors were literally active like five, six hours a day. Okay. People, right. We we're not, unless you're, you know, Laird Hamilton, <laughs> you're not training <laughs> five, six hours a day, you know? So they could afford maybe a potato even every day if they had it available, whereas someone sitting around and eating a ton of high carbs anyway-
2: all day long.
0: Right, can't afford to have, I mean, look, one potato a day would be fine. It's just that it's usually on top of a bunch of other carbs that that people have eaten. Or
2: it's a potato from McDonald's, which has been fried in canola oil. And so you're two bad things right there, you know, two strikes. So- The other thing this article
0: said too, though, is they tried to make this other false claim. I love it when people try to go there where they say, you know, uh, if it was so healthy, their diet, then why did they die so young? You know, they didn't live very long. Well, (laughs) it's like my, my, it's my favorite one because, because the thing is, is like, they're not accounting. It's almost like a study, a scientific study being based on a false premise to begin with. Like, you know what I mean? So, or like, you know, just, just not the right data to start. And what they're not factoring in is the average lifespan. Actually, if people made it past puberty, you know, and made it past, you know, the attack of the tiger, (laughs) you know, they lived to the ripe old age. They didn't have diseases and be dying off. However, someone could get a scrape and be done. A scrape, infection, you're done. You know, so. Sleeping
2: outside, you have predators. You even have man as a predator. You got no you know? shoes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I think it's an accomplishment to walk 1.7 miles in my house. All they did was <laughs> labor intensive, you know? <laughs> so yeah, I, I I always, I find these articles and I'm like, hmm, great. Okay. I'm excited. I want you to debunk it for me because I, I I'm dying to hear your new science. And then I read the article and I'm like, that article was such a non-article.
0: Exactly. It's almost like why just, just it's a non-article. It's, yeah.
2: Well, because it's a uh, very, I guess, attention getting to say why the paleo diet is complete BS because it, you know, it's inflammatory.
0: <laughs> right. B- because so many people are going to it and mm-hmm. it's so popular that it's just, a, you're like you said, it's going to get hits on the website. Haters want to hate. That's right. Yeah. We know it works. Yeah. So we're going to do something really exciting for everyone. We're actually going to give away two one-hour coaching sessions. And everybody who, the, the people that win the coaching sessions will also get a free jar of Primal Kitchen Mayo and a copy of the Transformational Seminar DVD, which is a rare... Which is a rare thing. <laughs> it's a rare thing Hard to find. find. possible
2: Tar- to find.
0: Impossible to find. No, but it's one of the best. Uh, you would agree. You've seen it a bunch of times. I have. It's what changed my life. I mean, I've the read best the best Primal best. Blueprint, but this DVD is a life changer. And if you have the opportunity to win it uh, with the coaching session, you're going to love it because you'll end up, you know, letting 800 friends borrow it, and it'll change their lives. It's it's the only element really that's changed all the lives of the people around me. It seems like Great. when they see this seminar that Mark did. he he did a two hour seminar in Chicago many years ago called the transformational seminar. And it's, it's amazing.
2: It is. It really is. And the way he has such a, an uncanny ability to explain the whole premise and just a light bulb, a thousand light bulbs go off while you watch it, you know, and you're like, Oh, it all makes sense now that I think I was like missing several pieces in my brain. And now I see the whole picture.
0: Yeah, it's really amazing. So, for those of you that are interested, you can go to our website paleocoaches.com and under contact there's my email and Eli's email. And if you'd like coaching with Eli or myself, just write us a little note as to why you'd like an hour of free coaching and we'll pick, you know, out of the first 30 emails or so that come in, uh, a free coaching session and some some goodies. For sure. All of the recipes and things that we spoke about today are on our website, paleocoaches.com. Thanks so much for joining us, Eli.
2: Of course. And feel free to ask us any questions. We're here to help.
1: Thank you so much. We'll talk to you all soon. Bye. Got a passion for primal? Join Mark Sisson on a mission to save the world. Become a Primal Blueprint Certified Expert today. With our Dollar Down Payment Program, it's easier than ever. Just pay $1 to start and $89 a month for the next 12 months. The Primal Blueprint Expert Certification is the most comprehensive online Primal Paleo Certification Program of its kind. Explore the fascinating world of ancestral health from the comfort of your own home with this premier multimedia experience. Perfect for health and fitness professionals, as well as individuals looking to up-level their primal practice. Visit primalblueprint.com slash get hyphen certified to put a dollar down today.